Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. And to set the record straight for ChatGPT, Kelly the Car Mom started in 2020. Her family owns car dealerships in the San Luis area. And she got a major in equestrian science and is a fantastic speller. And Liz. You guys, I have never sobbed so much in a movie in my entire life. So much so that I'm actually kind of mad at Marvel. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday? <laughs> we we if, think if we sound confused, it's because we're actually we are. Um, we are playing around with a new recording schedule because we really want to try to record both episodes in one sitting. Because and we don't want to go to one episode a week, but we don't have the time in our week to re- sit down and record two Twice episodes. A week, yeah, because there's just so much more that goes. It's not just sitting down for forty minutes. It's making sure we're here and doing this and rearranging just, our day. Yeah, we just think we'll be able to deliver if we can get it all done in like one big long sitting. So we actually just recorded an episode. Thursday's episode. Thursday's episode with mom. She just left and now we're recording another one. So just so like you kind of know, we're this is what we're doing so we can still deliver two episodes a week because it's just been getting a lot and we've been playing with the idea of one episode a week, but then we just know. No, because then we get an email and shout out if you send us these emails because then we get an email saying Tuesdays and Thursdays have been my ev- like everything to me. I It's helped me get through a hard time. I listened to it while my dad was going through his chemo treatments and we're like, okay, so okay. it's not about us. Yeah. So, so we're going to shut up and just get on the microphone. And just keep talking. Yeah. But I actually think that sitting down and doing like one good recording session is going to give us better quality episodes because we cannot fly by the seat of our pants. Like everything no. has to be planned out because... We've got to come up with two episodes worth of it content. It forces us to figure it out. And I'm actually, I think the episode we just did was incredible. And I'm so excited about the episode we're about to have. I agree. So that's a little BTS of the Carpool podcast. So thanks for sticking around. So the only thing, it won't change your user experience at all, except for, I would say, like some life update things may be delayed. Yeah. So you might like see me talk about something on Instagram. And then a week later, now we're talking about on the podcast. But really, it just happened in our life it's just because we're so we're recording this on tuesday may 9th and this is coming out tuesday may 16th 16th. (laughs) so just so you kind of know so i could be a different person by the 16th but i'm liking the person i am on may 9th so this is may 9th kelly on may 16th okay um should we just get right into our episode i think we should stop talking yeah i would agree um so it's time oh let's give a roadmap of course Elizabeth. of course we have to get a roadmap so this is what we're gonna do today we're gonna do a millennial word we've got a dump we're gonna do a taste drive um we might have some advice and we have industry news and a ditch to the drive-thru and i'm gonna bring a baby named clue whoa yeah so you could say it's a jam-packed episode. episode indeed indeed it is Okay, well, let's get right into it with our millennial word of the day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. I thought you were going to say it with me. <laughs> now, less you, lame. now you like it. So today's word is millennial pause. Oh, gosh. A millennial pause. Do you have any idea what that could mean? Millennial pause. It's in reference to something millennials do on social media. I have no idea. A millennial pause is the pause in speaking that is present at the start of some recorded videos, especially on oh my short gosh, form video that's apps. That's so embarrassing. So 
I know exactly what they're talking about, though. So I, I have this like video of this girl that explains it probably better than I will. But let me try to explain it and then I'll play this if I butcher it. So when Gen Z's like start a video, they might like they will like hit record and then set their phone down like on something to like talk. Millennials like set it up. Like I'm looking at Kelly. She has a tripod already set up in front of her to record something. And we like wait for it to start. And then we say, okay, so, or hey guys, or something. And Gen Z's just get right into the topic. There's no introductions. And so apparently a millennial pause is, is the thing. So let me play this video that this girl explains it. Pause. First of all, what are they? It seems like everybody's coming up with new terms these days for anything that exists on social media. Gen Z Shake is exactly how I started this video. It's setting your phone down as you're talking. This is a couple of things that makes the pacing go faster, it increases urgency, and it feels more candid. Like, wow, I just had this revelation, I gotta tell you about it immediately. So what is the millennial pause? Hey guys, I'm just hopping on. No, people will scroll right past this, especially Gen Z. Millennials, we grew up figuring out social media. Gen Z was born in the middle of it, which means they intuitively get some psychological things about social media that we have to learn as we go. I'm curious if you use the Gen Z shake in your content. Comment why. So that's the gist of it. Um, first of all, I'm personally attacked. You could honestly just call it the Kelly pause. But they're well, not, no, you know what, Kelly? It's not because we're all doing it. They're not wrong. That is, hey guy, it's the sense and of people ur- make fun of influencers all the time for being like, "Hi everyone, just hopping on." I agree. Get into it. Hey, I got this new jacket. I I'm going to kind of challenge myself Same. to that because I do feel like I then am making videos longer and people don't want to sit there and watch it. Like they just, I just want you to get to the point of your content, it's Elizabeth. That's all we want. We always say we hate fluff. And here we are, always giving fluff. Always giving fluff. I want you guys to start calling us out on our content. If we have a millennial pause, I want you to tell us. The Gen Z shake is what the alternative is. The Gen Z shake. Okay. No more millennial pause. It's really interesting. It's super interesting. And Mm -hmm. again, it's not wrong. No, it's it's not wrong. But this kind of goes back to a similar thing that we talk about where some like especially fashion influencers particularly gen z fashion influencers are like i'm literally running out the door i'm like so late for this event help me pick out an outfit and you're like oh it's a sense of urgency and then they're like doing that outfit thing Mm -hmm. you know it's like like obviously you're going to have picked out your outfit before you upload this video but they're creating a sense of urgency they're not doing fluff it's not like what should i wear for my event tonight it's like i am running out the door what do i wear yes i also saw this thing recently I've talked about him before. Brock Johnson is his name on Instagram. He's like an Instagram growth coach. I don't know. Yeah. I like some of his content. Yeah. And one of the things he says was there's two types of content that do really well. Super crisp, highly edited content or super casual like, hey, what's up? Like this in between of either be if you don't have the means to do like quick edits and nice text and clean mm. and clean footage go polar opposite and just be like super raw and authentic. Yeah. Because that's what people will respond to the best. They don't have a lot of patience for badly produced content. So yeah. either be non unproduced or be like Very polished. Nice. Yeah. Well, I would say we probably fall in between. No, somewhere. I think I would say we're pretty polished for our reels and stuff. I would say I'm oh, pretty, okay. I'm pretty snippy and polished. I was going to say, I feel like we're kind of DIYing it as we go well, for sure. 100%. But... That's so interesting, Liz. Okay. I know. I liked that one. Okay. Um, should we get into our dump? Yes. I know you have some things you want to talk about. I do. I've been sleeping on Spindrift. 
Spindrift is a type of seltzer, but it's, it has a little bit of fruit juice in 15 it. 15 so calories. It's 15 calories. So it's not just a seltzer water. No. It has a little bit of juice in it, which I didn't know when I first bought it. And therefore, it has a bad taste in my mouth because I thought I was getting like a LaCroix. And the little bit of juice kind of freaked me out. But you're into it. I'm so into it because I'm not the biggest sparkling water person. I just, it's, it's, I don't like the mouth feel for no flavor. That is weird to me. Okay. I would rather drink water, I'd rather drink a soda. I've never like fallen into that category. Okay. But there are some times where I want, especially when I'm cooking at night, like I want a fun beverage and I'm trying not to drink every night and I'm trying not to have a Diet Coke every night. So I'm like, I just like want like something Something to sip on. Yeah. So I'm into this Pinterest. I've only ever had the pineapple flavor, so I should probably chill the chill out before like I like, you know, give yeah. my full stamp of approval. But I don't it's know. It's a good it is a good in between of like not having a literal juice or a soda. Yeah. But also having more than just a seltzer water. Hundred percent. So I just want to like mention that. Okay. Okay. Next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you thought I was gonna millennial pause, didn't you? I think the okay is a millennial pause. Dang. It's time to talk about chat <laughs> now now you're just forcing it chat gpt is what you want to talk about i want to talk about chat gpt because okay. i've been hearing about it and i'm like what is chat gpt and everyone everyone is talking about it right now and it's artificial intelligence that like can write articles and do these things and everyone's like it's the end of the world so i was like let me log on and i was nervous about it because everyone was saying that it's compar- it's like going to hurt copywriters. It could hurt content creators because like basically this can make content. Mm -hmm. So I was going to put it to the test. Yeah. I'm happy to say that I don't know what the big hoopla is about it. It's basically just Ask Jeeves. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember Ask Jeeves? Yeah, I remember Ask Jeeves. You just ask it a question and it spits out an average answer. Okay. I'm, I'm not underwhelmed by it and I think it's kind of fun, but I'm not super impressed and it's not that smart. Okay. Because I asked it, to do something for me, I want to read its answer. Okay. Okay. I said, write a bio for Kelly, the car mom. Okay. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, if you if you have access to the whole internet, you'll go on the car mom's website and you'll read our bio. Like, you can learn about me. There's been plenty of articles written about the car mom. Yeah. They said, sure, here's a bio. F- they. <laughs> Chat <Okay>. GBT. <laughs> Kelly, the... Kelly is a well-known figure in the automotive industry and a respected authority on all things cars. As a mother of three and an avid car enthusiast, she has spent years helping families find the perfect vehicles to fit their needs and lifestyles. So I was like, okay, Okay. you know. Next paragraph. Kelly's passion for cars started at a young age when she used to help her father work on cars in their garage. Incorrect. Never Never happened. I've never worked on a car in a garage. Nor has our father. No. (laughs) After graduating from college with a degree in automotive engineering. uh, No. What? Yeah. Try equine sciences. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly went on to work for several manufacturers, including Ford and General Motors. What? What? No. No. Try BMW. In 2015, <laughs> Kelly launched her own website and YouTube channel, The Car Mom. No. No. 2020. So. One, I think. So maybe. then I said, this is not accurate. And then they said, they? We need to give them pronouns. I don't know. I don't. It. It. I'm sorry if the bio for Kelly the Carm is inaccurate. As an AI language module, I rely on the information provided to me. Okay. And then I said, can you cite the source saying that it started in 2015? And then they like, they couldn't do that. Mm. Then they said, I see. After doing some research, I find that the website was actually in 2018. Still, also incorrect. Still wrong. I have a question. Yeah. When you said, can you cite 
the the reference. How did you spell sight? Because I could see how maybe you could have spelt it wrong. S. Kelly. C. Are you serious? How did you spell it? S I T E. It's C I T E. So you were close. You were. <laughs> how did I? How did I know that you were going to have spelled sight wrong? <clears throat> I don't know. But anyway, but, a I should have known. I just want to say that it's not amazing. Anyway, I asked Chat GPT to compare all the minivans because I'm over here busting my butt on a minivan showdown, and I wanted to make sure AI wasn't gonna. Just blow right through me. Yeah. So I said, compare all four of the minivans. Sure. Here's a comparison for the four minivans. The Odyssey, the Sienna, the Pacifica, and the Sedona. Mm. Eh, Carnival. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I said that I'm well, not. probably imp- because a, a Carnival is not a minivan. It's an MP whatever. Yeah, MPV. but it's, no, I just think it's incorrect because it said currently sold. And yeah, the Sedona's not. The Sedona's not made, yeah. Um, so I'm not like mad at it. But it's just like not, I just, I, I wouldn't worry too bad. Okay. Not yet anyway. It's just Google. Okay. Like it's, it basically just Googles it and like spits, like, you know, when you Google something and sometimes at the top it says like frequently asked questions mm-hmm. and you click on that to mm-hmm. get your answer. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it does. Okay. Just better. Okay. So anyway, just wanted to mention that. Good to know. Um, and to set the record straight for ChatGPT, Kelly the Car Mom started in 2020. Her family owns car dealerships in the St. Louis area. And she got a major in equestrian science yeah. and is a fantastic speller. Mm, that would be a lie. Spot the lie. Um, okay. I just want to say one thing on my feral freeway. And you've already heard me talk about this a lot, but I just like, I have to get it off my chest. Oh, hey. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. And so during COVID, Maddie and I, we were sort of, well, we started dating in like October of 2019. And then when COVID hit, we were both living in Dallas. Both weren't working because um, I got furloughed and he like was working in a hospital doing... Uh, anyway, we weren't working. We both were working. And so we just like had a lot of time together and it was great. And what we did was we watched all of the Marvel movies in order and we are huge Marvel fans specifically huge Guardians of the Galaxy fans so when the third one came out we were so excited but I saw the trailer for it and it genuinely freaked me out I said Maddie I don't know if I can do it because the raccoon who looks who's like my favorite character looks like we could dive into his backstory so I already knew I was going to kind of struggle watching this movie but I went anyway you guys, I have never sobbed so much in a movie in my entire life, so much so that I'm actually kind of mad at Marvel that they would even produce such a horribly sad movie. It's all about, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there's a lot of animal abuse, CGI animal abuse. It's all fake. Like there's not, no animals were harmed in the making. However, it is so sad that it's almost irresponsible to put something out that that is that sad. Are you sure you're not just pregnant? I am sure I'm not just pregnant okay. because I had some people DM me because I posted about this on my story and they're like, yeah, my my 10-year-old went and was sobbing uncontrollably. My 15-year-old was <gasps> like, this 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 movie genuinely upset me. Like, after hearing stuff like that, I'm like, it was upsetting and there's still scenes in it that, like, haunt me. Oh my gosh. Like, it was, t- it was too much was shown and it's, it's so one thing and everyone knows this. It is one thing to show, like, 
people being hurt or something like that. When you do an animal, a cute baby animal being abused, you went too far. It was. It is. I'm it, so it, it has haunted I know. me. It, it is the I will third never. Time I've heard you bring it up. So I, I will know. never see this movie again. Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite Marvel movies. I've watched all the Marvel movies multiple times, and I will never sit through this movie again, ever. Did you think about walking out? Oh, I, 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 Maddie looked over. I mean, he's like, "Do we need to leave?" Because I am, guys. I am sobbing. I am sobbing. <laughs> I'm like getting hot just thinking about how I was just crying in the theater. And you know, you're trying to like hold it back because you're like in in public, and then that makes no, it that worse. No, that's good to know. In a map, I kind of feel like you're like, oh, so see the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like, think about the people who are going like first or second dates to go see that movie. Oh, yeah. And then bawling. And then bawling uncontrollably. And so what I have to say, if you, if you want to see it, wait until it comes out. Skip through, because you don't need the flashbacks to get to the greater point of the movie. Like, they could have made the movie without all of it. So I'm, I'm just like upset at Marvel right now. It was unnecessary and it was irresponsible to do that. Oh my god! And that's my stance on it. Okay, at Marvel, I'm like, I'm sweating. I need to take my sweatshirt off. And today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You guys, I love Rocking Money to help me track my spending. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills all in one easy place. We've all done it, right? You sign up for the free trial. You think I'm going to watch this show and then I'm going to cancel it. And then you forget. Well, Rocket Money makes it so easy to see all of your subscriptions and you can easily cancel them right from there. It also helps you manage your finances in one place and it actually will categorize your expenses so you can easily see how much you're spending in certain categories. So stop throwing away your money and cancel on one of the subscription. You can manage your expense the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool, rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Okay, Cal, it is time for our taste drive. So I was walking through Target the other day when I came across these favorite day birthday cake balls, which I remember seeing way back, maybe even when I had TikTok, they were, they had been going viral on TikTok for just being so yummy. And so favorite day is like the Target brand of things, right? Like mm-hmm. this is, yeah, they always have really, really good stuff. Yeah, they do. So um, they had these birthday cake balls and then they also had some like chocolate mint balls. And so I thought we could just try them both, see if they were worth the hype. I, I'd never seen the chocolate mint balls, but I thought let's try more than one. But I definitely wanted to see if these birthday cake balls were worth all the hype. Okay. Yeah. I love birthday cake flavored things. Like me too. One of my favorite, um, like probably my favorite ice cream flavor is birthday cake. I do love birthday cake ice cream. So we're going to give them a go and we'll let you know if they're worth it. Um, those are not good at all. They taste like Play-Doh. Those are just, are you sure supposed to eat those, Elizabeth? I'm like being dead serious. Yes, Kelly, you're supposed to eat them. They were literally in the grocery section. Um, those are disgusting. These were going viral. People were like buying them. They're like, oh my gosh, let's try. That is horrible. I'm like, not. I genuinely thought these were going to be amazing. No, I'm going to throw those out. Like, I'm not even going to get No, they taste like Play-Doh. I think the, the birthday cake balls are not it. Let's see if the mint chocolate balls will save it. Chocolate mint balls are better. I don't like chocolate mint. No, you know what's better than that is an Andy's, Andy's or a uh, pepper. What's the peppermint patty? Peppermint patty. A York peppermint patty. A York peppermint patty. Um, I don't okay. like anything about those. To be Favorite honest. day Target. The internet. All all of you steered me wrong. Total today. miss. 
total wow i'm really sorry i thought that was gonna be a lot better it's okay liz that's why we do what we do so that way you didn't have to spend the 429 on both on each of those exactly okay kel we have some advice questions we're gonna get to and if you want to get your own carpool advice, you can do so by writing into hello at the carmomofficial.com. Hey, Kelly and Liz, please keep my name anonymous. You got it, Jen. I'm in my late 20s and I work as a portfolio manager in community baking, i.e. commercial real estate loans. I'm in a male-dominated industry similar to the car industry. So hoping that y'all have some good advice. I've been in so many client meetings with my boss where men will say, how are you, young lady? Or it was nice to meet you, young lady. I even once was called young lady at by an, by an executive at the bank. I go from thinking the meeting went great to just feeling annoyed by the use of the term young lady. I have worked so hard to get to where I'm at and it just feels degrading. If I was a man in my 20s, they would not refer to me as a young man. Am I just being dramatic? Maybe they think the term is endearing. Is there something you would say to the say to the person the next time or just let it go? Okay. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I have a lot of thoughts too. <clears throat> um I don't think you're being dramatic. I do think they're not trying to be degrading. I agree. But I agree with you. And that would also annoy me. And I have I've been there like literally so many times when I've been selling cars I've been called like you know yeah they've asked like whatever like I've been there I think it's interesting that it's with like co-workers because I think so much of my feeling like I was in a male-dominant industry did come from more the customer base and not the co-worker base so I think that's more difficult to manage um I would probably be like, you know, if I'm like, hey, good to see you. I'm going to be like, hey, thanks. You too, old man. Like, that's probably what I would do. But that's kind of sassy. Yeah. So I, the first thing that this makes me think about is our dad, who is a girl dad. He has four daughters. He has nothing but respect for women. He is salt of the earth. Great guy. Amazing man. When he, he calls girls honey or sweetie. Yeah. Like in the, in the industry. And it's really cringe and I it makes it makes me cringe so bad but he doesn't mean it in a degrading way he means it because either he forgot he forgot someone's name <laughs> um or he's trying to use it as a term of endearment um but yeah every time I see it happen it does it does make me cringe so I it doesn't make me cringe as much but I I mean yeah yeah or like a, a waitress will have like a waitress and we'll call her like honey or sweetie and yeah. I'm like dad come on like don't but he doesn't he, it doesn't even register to him no, that that, course, that, that yeah. is a bad thing so i think that there's so much to be said about like the intention behind it yeah um and i i i, I personally probably i would probably let it go but here's the thing with me and it's hard to be a woman in a male-dominated industry no, and, and the for roots, sure the roots run deep for a reason and I know. And that's why I think it's different even like than what dad does to, you know, a waitress or to, you know, someone coming in the, like to buy a car or whatever. Yeah. When it's with a coworker or like someone who works with you because then it's so it's like, gosh, how am I ever going to feel like I'm up for the promotion when he's a man and I'm the young lady? It's yeah. so, it, so it is very difficult. I unfortunately think like the stopping of the language even doesn't change the situation. Like, mm. so You've got to just, and this isn't necessarily the advice that's right, but I think this is the advice that's practical. Is it's you've just you've got to work harder. 
and you've got to work hard, hard. You've got to work smart. And when the time comes, like you can, you can set boundaries and like, mm-hmm. that is okay. I, I wouldn't do it over something like this, Yeah, but you can, you know, you've got to stand up for yourself and you gotta be like, Hey, I'm not doing that. Like, you know, I remember that when I was at BMW and I was probably overthinking this when I was selling cars and we lost our receptionist for a while, they asked me if I would manage the phones. And mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm busy. Yeah. Cause I knew if I started doing that, mm-hmm. like then I'd be the secretary. Yeah. And like, I was like, I, that's like, why doesn't, why doesn't Jeremy why'd you go ask work, me? Work, work the phones? Yeah. It's like, no, I've, I'm like salesman of the month. Like, why would I work the phones? Yeah. Ask Brandon. Yeah. Hmm. So I was very, very strict on like what I would and would not do at the dealership because I didn't want to come across as this. Like same thing. Like I never ordered lunch on Saturdays. So on Saturdays in the car business, we would get asked to do lunch and uh-huh. I, I ne- would never do it. I'm like, I oh, know I don't know what to do because I didn't want to be then like the girl who would order that lunch. would order the lunch. Yeah, you just want to kind of tiptoe around those things that are secretary-ish. <laughs> Sec- and that's no shade to secretaries. It's just like I, I can't. It's I a slippery gonna, slope. It's a slippery slope. Exactly. Mm. So I would start with if you have a good relationship with your boss. How are you doing, young lady? Not bad, old man. I would start with that. I think that would go a long way. <sighs> Yeah. Well, sorry, I don't have a ton of great advice on that one. Um, It's tough. Stay strong. You got it. (laughs) Young lady. (laughs) Young lady. Um, Kel, it's time for industry news. Speaking of male-dominated industries, it's time for industry news. We spring the hot tea going on in the auto industry. And Liz, today's industry news is nothing if not quick worthy. Okay, first story is from Motor Trend. BYD's Type D electric school bus might make school traditional buses. A large all-electric school bus just makes a lot of sense. So this is exciting. This new company is coming out with this bus called the Type D, and it's a large bus capable of carrying up to 84 people plus the driver, thanks to its 40.5 feet in length. Um, What do you think on an electric school bus? That's basically the story. Yeah. Um, I'm probably fine with that. Seems like I just think it seems like a decent seems thing to like start a with. good place to go. You know, they're staying on pretty consistent routes. Um, people are super cautious around. Mm-hmm. Like our last one was about uh, our last episode was about how Rivian got in an accident. School buses aren't getting into accidents. No, they're actually the safest vehicles on the road. So um, people are very cautious around them. So I'm not worried about it getting like hit and then that being a really expensive repair. Like I'm good. It I'm says pretty good with it. It actually the motor makes a good point. It's they say it's a wonder that all electric school buses have taken this long to become a consideration. Yeah. They're constantly stopping mm-hmm. and they also spend a lot of time sitting. You know, so they actually makes like a really good for an electric powertrain yeah and before we just go out and like have every individual trying to swap into electric let's build an infrastructure where like buses can uh, they all have a place to be parked and be charged and maybe this might actually make a dent into what the electric vehicle community is trying to accomplish you know Mm -hmm. by taking one category of vehicles on the road and making them all electric yeah versus uh, every individual car i'm pretty excited about it as an idea i think it sounds like it yeah i'm good with it I think it sounds pretty interesting. So just like wanted to mention that electric school buses, we could be seeing them soon. Um, okay, this is a story. I feel like we like need to like touch base with VinFast. Do you remember VinFast? Yeah. What are they up to? Um, I've kind of been waiting for them to like come across my desk more. Honestly, they're not doing much. Like, I'm still wondering where like all these like 
you know, weren't they like 65 dealerships in California supposed to come? Like, I just feel like I haven't heard much about yeah. them since. But the story came out from Automotive News yesterday, and it says that the richest man in Vietnam reinforces VinFast with a risky $8.2 billion wager. Whoa. So the richest man in Vietnam did an $8.2 billion investment so far, and that has yielded, the, the company has yielded just 93,000 vehicles. It's just going to be a freak. I feel like with these like new electric vehicle startups, it's just someone, some people are going to make it and some people are not. Yeah. Like I'm even, you know, kind of speaking of Rivian, like I didn't make it a story, but Rivian like did not have a good Q1. Mm-hmm. Like they just did, like they just like didn't have enough orders. Whereas, yeah. you know, for a while it's like people are waiting. It's just so quick, crazy how quickly things can change because like, for a while, people are waiting 18 months and they're dying and they're paying like 20 grand over. And now, yeah, like even look at BMW of West St. Louis. We have an R1S that got traded and it's sitting. Yeah, it's not because it's expensive. Yeah. For what it is. Yeah. But like if this would have been seven months ago, like we wouldn't have even had it. It's just interesting how quickly things change like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, the richest man in Vietnam is putting more money at it. Okay. So, so he believes what in do you it. Think about Yeah. So. Some people could. I don't really have. And like, they're just kind of, I mean, I also hate to say this, but like, they're just kind of more of the same. Like at some point, all these electric cars, don't they kind of start to run together in your mind? Yeah. It's like, oh, they all have a 300 mile range. Oh, they all have this open concept. Oh, they all have like some quirky electronics. Yeah. Oh, they're all crappy for car seats. It's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, they're let's, all the same. can someone like do something new? You know, they think they're trying. They're That's... all trying, but they're all trying to think outside the box, but then they're all just outside the box. Yeah, they're all inside the box. They're actually all inside the box. Yeah, the box is just getting bigger. Someone build a circle. There you go. Cybertruck, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> or like even the Volkswagen ID Buzz. Like at least that's different. Yeah, at least it's different. At least that's not like a five passenger SUV. Yeah. I'm just like so. Yeah. I'm just getting bored with it. Honestly, I'm just getting bored with it. Yeah, I feel you. And you like think like the, and maybe this is just me, but especially after we compared like the Tesla and the Rivian. It's like, I'm not going to buy a car because one has a built-in Bluetooth speaker. No. Like, that's no, a no, cool no. clickbaity thing. But, like, that's not a, that's not enough to make a buying decision on an $85,000 car. Yeah. Right. Right? Right. I don't know. Okay, do you want one more story or are you feeling yeah. good? Yeah. Okay, this story, Elizabeth, is from Kelly Blue Book. And it's basically just what I feel like I've been saying for going on years now. And I'm feeling very validated. Okay. The title is why the used car market is so bad and won't get better soon. Sorry. Depressing. <laughs> um, so essentially, if you remember way back in COVID-19, we had what? A chip shortage. And the chip shortage meant that the manufacturers could not build as many new vehicles. Mm-hmm. because all the chips were being sold to different technology companies that really needed them during the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And the car manufacturers did not anticipate that everyone would also want to be buying a car during the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So because we had such a massive drop in new cars, new it says new vehicle inventories plummeted from 3.8 million in the spring of 2020 to a mere 820,000 by the fall of 2021 the dramatic loss of production led to an industry selling 8.1 million fewer vehicles between 2020 and 2022 so we sold 8.1 million less cars during the pandemic mm-hmm. you know what that means hmm. that's 8.1 million cars that are now not ever going to hit yeah. the used car market yeah yeah 
You've been calling this out. I, haven't I been calling this out? Yeah. I mean, we can go back. Used car prices. Used car prices. And I know you guys don't want to hear this. I don't want to report on this, but they're not going to get better. And I actually think they're going to continue to get worse. I truly do. Because these cars are not two years old. So like you, if, you, if you're like, oh, I want to buy like, you know, a five to six year car. And in like five three or four years like in yeah. 2025 a 2020 they weren't around yeah like we're gonna have such a gap in the used car market that those cars are going to be expensive so the good news is if you bought a new one and you overpaid for it eh, guess what it's probably gonna hold its value well mm-hmm. so i don't i bet you really didn't overpay for it that yeah. much right the bad news is if you're in the used car market they're they're expensive yeah so that my advice I wouldn't wait. I would. I, I know everyone's like the prices are so high. They're not going to come down. Mm-hmm. The, the the new car prices are coming down. Like now, vehicles are selling for under MSRP again. Like things are kind of stable. Not all, but some vehicles that that's kind of stabilizing. Used cars, y'all. It's staying high. It's staying high, it's my a friend. Bu- it's just a, the what is it called? A butterfly effect. Yeah, it's kind of what it is. And another reason why. So not only do like those new cars never hit the used car market. If you also remember, we've talked about it. Like because lease because new cars were so expensive and not available everyone bought their leases Mm -hmm. so then none of those leases entered the used car market either Mm. and now no one's leasing because leases are crap right now because the manufacturer won't put any money behind their leases so now those cars are never going to come in as a lease return Mm. so people didn't turn in their lease and now cars are being leased in record low numbers it's a perfect storm it is a perfect storm and that's my depressing industry news. Thank you so much for that, Kelly. You're so welcome. Let's try and turn it around with our Ditch the drive through where we give you an easy recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut. And um, I'm going to bring one that I made probably weekly when I was living in Dallas. Um, and it's just kind of stopped since, uh, I don't know, I, I really have not been making the same food that I made since being pregnant. Just things just aren't sounding, you know, something yeah. about a Domino's pizza just sounds better than mm-hmm. like a salmon bowl, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Of course. Um, but my distant drive through is chicken fajitas. Oh, so here's how I would make my fajitas. I would get bell peppers, whatever colors you like, um, an onion and uh, chicken raw chicken tenders. I just think tenders are easier to cut up than breasts. I like the tenders. Yeah. So um, you start by just cutting everything up into like cubes, like cube your chicken, cube your um, uh, vegetables, and then throw them all into a pot. Do you cube or do you do strips? I cube. Do you? I cube. You cube. I cube it. Um, <clears throat> throw it all into a pan. Let it, let it kind of get cooked. Put some taco seasoning on top of it. Make some tortillas. Get whatever toppings you want, whether it's avocado, um, any sort of sauces, salsas, hot sauce, et yum, cetera. Yum. It's one pot. It's all done in one pot, makes fantastic leftovers and super easy to assemble and very, there's a little bit of prep work. We do have to chop an onion, but like that's all I'm asking you to do. Yeah. Fantastic, delicious, healthy. Tortillas, rice, nachos, whatever you want. However you, however you want to consume it. Fantastic. That sounds so good. You know what I'm making this week? What? Creamy chicken enchiladas. Naptime kitchen. Naptime kitchen's creamy chicken enchiladas. It's truly a top 10 recipe. I'm trying to do one crock pot recipe a week. So um, I need to make another one because I made that and then froze some thinking like I kind of wanted to see how it would do for maternity leave. And having a meal that's just frozen and ready to go that's like not a pizza 
It's a gift. It is. It's something. It's the first time I'd ever done it. So I'd never frozen a meal before. And um, last night, I yesterday, I forgot my keys in Maddie's car. He went to work. I didn't have my keys. I didn't have my wallet. I was supposed to go to the grocery store. I had nothing for dinner. I had a frozen meal. Mm-hmm. We had like that's what we had. Do you have any extra? No. You ate them all? Well, uh, so this was a smaller one because mm. I kind of started to run out of the ingredients. So anyway, it was just like such a gift to have that. No, it's truly because I really didn't want to make a no, frozen pizza. It's truly such a gift to have your freezing meal for yourself. It is. It is. So what's on your? Do you, what do you want to make before baby comes? Um, I'd like love to do a meal prep meal prep day with you. No, yeah, I don't know. So I, I am going to make the enchiladas again, but I'm not really sure what else I should make. I know you said you like to freeze lasagna, but I also think that's a lot of work. Well, I it think it's a it? lot of work to make a lasagna. It's not a lot. Of, it's not a lot of work when you consider making like three. Yeah, well, lasagna would be great. I'll make lasagnas with you. I could be. I could probably use them for the summer. I've never made a lasagna before. You've never made a lasagna? No. And I'm also just curious, like, what are some other good, like, frozen meals? You know, um, Chichi Pie Pie. I've seen people make, um, like, breakfast sandwiches. Oh, I know. Then, I've never. I've always been so intimidated by that, and I don't know why. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea because, like, I'll buy those Jimmy Deans sometimes, and they're just they 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 taste not great. Mm-hmm. But they like get, but I love a fresh breakfast sandwich. Yeah. So like I want a homemade one, you know, because they're just so much better than Starbucks. They're so much better than Jimmy Dean, but they just take more time yes. unless it's frozen and ready to go. Yeah. What else could we, we'll, we'll think on that, but I think we should definitely. Maybe we start incorporating that into our, just the drive through as we like prep for my maternity leave. Cause like that's kind of coming soon. No, it's like kind of like right around the corner. Like next month. Like by the time this podcast comes out, it's like a whole week sooner. <laughs> it's like literally a month away. Um, okay. Speaking of, I'm gonna give a baby name clue. Let's hear it. Okay. So what clues have I given so far? His nickname, we could refer to him as SBJ. Um, there's an A family name in his name, and it's a family name. This name has a lot of nicknames. So when you gave Fred's baby name clue, you said he he has a full name, which would have been Frederick, but we're going to call him by his nickname. Um, I prefer, I think, his true name, and I'm going to try. I would like to call him by his true name. However, it, this name has a ton of nicknames. Mm-hmm. A ton of like well-known nick- nicknames. Yeah. So I could see how I'm going to lose the battle of wanting to call my son what I name him, and he's going to be called one of the plethora plethora of nicknames i don't know liz i think you're the mom you get a pick mom and dad so mom and dad wanted me to be elizabeth they call me elizabeth everyone calls me liz so i think that to a certain point you kind of lose who started you the sometimes list? lose do you ever, the battle do you rem- liz do you remember that who started the it list probably you why would i start it because elizabeth's a mouthful and you know what too Speaking of being a a woman in a male-dominated industry, I didn't like the mouthfeel of introducing myself quickly and assertively and being like, Elizabeth Suntrop. Because dad would be like, Craig Suntrop, how the hell are you? And I'm like, Elizabeth Suntrop. Like, it's so so many syllables. So for me, Liz Suntrop, one syllable, shake your hand. I know. Like, it's like you can't have, like, too girly of a name sometimes because then you don't feel like, yeah. It doesn't feel as assertive. Yeah. Like Emma Jane Louise. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you could never. Like I'm Isabella. Like, it's like just poor Hattie. A- I'm Hattie Faye. But you could say Harriet Stumpy. Harriet Stumpy. <laughs> yeah. No one's messing with her. Um, okay. So that's my baby name clue. Wait. What was the? Oh, it has a lot of nicknames. It has a lot of nicknames. Oh, my God. 
It's been guessed. I was just going to ask you. It has been guessed. I'm still getting some that I'm like, no, it's not. No. Nope. Oh, the other clue is that it's not Sebastian. A lot of people oh, thought yeah. it was Sebastian. <laughs> Everyone, not a lot of people guessed Fred until the very, very end. Then it, then people started to figure it out. But people did not. Not a lot of people got Fred. It was so funny because they would be like, it's Alfred. It's Alfred. It's got to be Alfred. And, and you're like, like, you went to Alfred before you went to Frederick? I'm like, drop the Al. Or like uh, Winfred. Winfred, is that a name? I don't remember. I, don't, I, don't. I got like some weird. I got so many weird names. Yeah. You got like some earls. Like you got your farm clue kind of through it was kind I of. I know. And everyone's like, Fred's not farm. And I'm like, what? What is that? Is the Pope not Catholic? Like, Ooh, I'm confused. Yeah. Fred is totally farm. Farmer Fred? Farmer Fred. But Frederick is farm. not farm. <laughs> So anyway, thanks so much for listening to <laughs> thanks so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. And that's what we got. Oh, who's gonna leave the the review? Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Let's see. If you know what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna be crazy. Okay. And they might not be the biggest group, but I think they're gonna be the I think they're gonna be a strong group nonetheless. Okay. I'm gonna do a five passenger car. Okay. And I want the Honda CRV mamas. The Honda CRV moms to pop off. Or, in, or in, not in moms. The subscriber. The Honda the- CRV carpoolers. Okay. I want you to show up and show out. In the review section, it's your turn. And make sure you say Honda CRV here because we, we got to track it. We, we, yeah, we can't or we can't give you credit. We got to know that you that you all showed up. Say former teen Honda CRV driver yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> and then tell us why you like the Carpool podcast. Because, guys. Really, really makes us feel good. <laughs> Sometimes we need it. When okay. I'm having a bad day, I read the comments. Yes. And then when I'm having a... Yeah, I do too. And then sometimes we'll get a bad one and then my day will be further ruined. That's but okay. You I know what? That's a risky run. You know what? If you're everyone's cup of tea, then you're no one's cup of tea. Well, we're certainly not everyone's cup of tea. But I do think that's true. Like, I would never forget. I heard a podcast one time and they were like, if, you, if everyone agrees with what you're saying, then you're not saying anything. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Whoa. No, I get that. I just think it's okay to not be for everyone. And I've never wanted to be for everyone. I just think what's so interesting about the internet is now people like to tell you how they're not for you. And that's a crime. And that's so interesting. This is and like, that's a personal attack on you. <laughs> right? It's just like, oh, I don't like that you do this. Okay. Well, you also don't like everyone you meet. But isn't that just interesting though? Yeah. I don't, because I, I know not everyone likes me. Yeah. But now, for the first time in my life, I'm being told directly. Told directly. I don't it's like, like what happened? And I don't like you for these reasons. Yeah. It's like, whatever <laughs> happens to just talking behind someone else's back like yeah. a lady? Come on. Go gossip about me at your tea. Yeah. Do not come to my DMs. I know. I think it's so funny. Hey, just to let you know, I don't like that you do this. And therefore, I am unfollowing you or I will no longer be listening or these things. It's like, okay, see ya. You didn't need to announce it. Bye. It's just <laughs> such like a weird. It's it is so weird. weird. Anyway. I don't think the Honda's here. ChatGPT would never do that to me. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, that's our episode. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.